It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Welcome, my friends, to the Divas the Care Network in the very first episode of Words That Work, True Self-Shining. I'm Naomi McDonald, an animal communicator, a teacher, and an author with a passion of finding the right words that help us recognize the higher aspect of ourselves. And so we have some questions for today. And that is, is there a higher aspect of ourselves that knows our purpose, that knows our journey, that knows we where, where we want to go in this lifetime? Are there soul connections that we make with other people and our pets? And are those divinely driven? Do the synchronistic events that happen to our lives have purpose? Is there an up and down in a bigger picture? And is there a guiding light? Well, let's find some answers to those questions. And I would like to introduce my guest today, who is Regina Laura. And Regina and her horse Gatsby is the foundation of all of this. And we learn so much together. Hey, Regina. Hey, Naomi. Hi. I'm just great. And Thank you so much for being here today. And you're coming from very far away. Where are you? I'm in uh, Germany right now, close to Dusseldorf. Oh, wow. Because to give you a little bit of history, Regina came to the United States many years ago um, with her husband. Yeah, who took Mm -hmm. a job here. And I would love for you to share the synchronistic things that brought us together. I needed help and... And there you were, and and just from across the country. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, one day my husband came home and was asking me, uh, "What do you think of Oklahoma?" And I said, "Oklahoma, Oklahoma, where is it?" You know. So I looked it up. Of course, I knew it was United States, but not exactly where. So uh, he got a job offer there, and uh, yeah, so he got the job. And we moved to the United States. But uh, unfortunately, um, I had to leave my horse there. That was very Mm. sad. Yeah, so that was Gatsby. Gatsby. And um, he was my first own horse. And uh, we ran into quite some trouble because he was halfway broke and he was so afraid and men couldn't touch him. And he was always running off and, you know, did one of this 180 turns and just ran off. And so he, in retrospect, he taught me so much um, about how to handle stuff like that and how to teach a horse and how to um, teach him how to trust us. And the whole basic, you know, of, of my, my riding was, was Gatsby, you know, he was ah. my teacher, if you, if you look at it that way. And so it was very, very sad that I had to leave him back in Germany, but, you know, we didn't know where we go and uh, where to put him. So, yeah. 
Okay. So he became your teacher and he brought you all kinds of things, knowledge and joy and your friend and your partner mm. and so many yes. things it really would have been hard to leave him there. Yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay. So one day I'm working and I go in and here comes the cable guy to bring our cable <laughs> and I'm running a little bit late and I'm saying, you know, I'm just really busy and I need someone to help me with my writing. And he said, well, I might be able to help you with that. So how'd that come about? Well, that was actually a very funny story. So um, my, our realtor who, who was helping us to find a house in Oklahoma was German also. So we became friends and uh, she knew that I was looking for uh, a place where I could, could ride horses, train horses. And uh, because I wasn't allowed to work, I could just volunteer the first five years. And so she said, well, okay, then um, I have that friend. And he was at a ranch in Owasso. And that lady is looking for somebody and she's calling you. I'm like, what? <laughs> At that point, my English was very bad. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah that, that, that was, it seemed like coincidence, didn't it? But, it did. It yeah, did. in retrospect, I think it was not. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you come and we start writing together. And that's absolutely fabulous. And an animal communicator helped me with my dog, Luke, and a few of the horses there. And so I take off and tell you, I'm going to go learn animal communication. Right. And so what did you think about that? Well, I thought you have gone off the, off the deep end, to, to be honest. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, oh, my God, now she wants to talk to horses. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. yes. So something happened when I came back. What was that? Well, you were a completely different person. You were a completely different person when you came back. Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, there was a glow to you. You know, there was a glow yeah. to you. But what happened, actually, even though if I didn't believe it, uh, there was trouble with Gatsby in Germany because they called me and let me know that he was sold twice because he started throwing people off and hurting people. And I was just devastated. And I thought, well, you know, I really don't believe in it, but, you know, let's try it. At this point, I can't help him otherwise from here. So I, I asked you, you know, please talk to him. Please let us help him. Yes. So. Yes. And so the story of Gatsby, Regina's Gatsby, is actually story six. In my book, They Sing to Our Souls, The Animals Speak. And this is a collection of stories that did just this very thing that helped not only me grow, but my animals grow and my clients grow. And so the All name of us. Do what? All of us. All of us. Yes. Me too. Yes. <laughs> and so the quote that guided me, that helped me understand this was from Deepak Chopra. All of material crea creation is structured out of information and energy. Before a thought becomes verbal and is experienced as language, it's just an intention, an impulse of energy and information. In other, in other words, at the pre-verbal level, all of nature 
speaks the same language. So although at the time that I said, sure, let's go for it, let's visit with Gatsby, I didn't have that understanding. But I said hello to Gatsby with him in Germany and me in Oklahoma. And I, re I relayed to you images that I saw, white painted wood fencing, red metal, loafing shed, mountains in the background, and a horse's hooves buried in several inches of mud. So when I said that, how did you feel? Well, I, I said, oh my God, that's, you know, that looks like where Gatsby is now. Yes, yes. yes. So, so it confirmed it, you, you have talked to Gatsby, yes. It did, and I think <laughs> I was just as amazed and excited about it as you were. Right. Because this was my first experience and something that I always say to my students or anyone that wants to develop their intuitive abilities to practice with friends or family mm -hmm. members. Mm -hmm. And that way you can gain confidence. And so it gave you a little shift in your belief and it gave me confidence to go on. And then we understood what he really talked about. So. I ask him about his food and it's been fine. And I ask him, do you hurt when you walk, trot or lope? And Gatsby said, my back hurts. The woman bounces on my back. Her legs hit my sides. I get confused about what she wants. She hurts me. So I just get her off. Mm -hmm. And so that let us know that we really were connected with Gatsby at that point. And so what did that let you do? Well, of course, then I found a way to help them by calling the new owners and let them know, you know, so that they, that they get some help and maybe get some lessons, some riding lessons and, and be more tuned into him rather than just going on and banging everywhere because he was a very sensitive guy. You mm -hmm. know, you could just re write him by the seat of your pants. It was so easy to write him, but you got to let him know what you wanted of him. And if, if you couldn't make yourself heard in this way, he panicked. You know, he just panicked. Okay. So okay. By, by doing that, and they maybe got lessons, it got better, and I was... Oh my God, it was wonderful, you know. Yes. Because I for sure thought he, end, he ends at the butcher. <laughs> yes, yes. So what happened, and it was a little bit after, because we're kind of excited. We think we have a solution, and yes, it was really there, and we got good stuff. And all of a sudden, I realized I didn't speak German. Right, yes. And, and he, this horse was halfway around the world. And that was just huge. I remember covering with goosebumps because it was like, oh my gosh. And it was a few years later before <clears throat> I read this quote from Deepak that in other words, at the pre-verbal level, all of nature speaks the same language and all of material creation is structured out of, inner, out of information and energy. Mm -hmm. And so it was beautiful that we could help Gatsby in ordinary reality, mm -hmm. so to speak, with his life. It saved his life. 
And that was so beautiful in itself, but there's something that's a little bigger, a little more. So what does it mean to you when we think about our words or intentions are even work remotely, that there's no time or space between us? True. Yes. Yes. Everything is one. And if, if you consider pre-verbal level, that means thought, right? right? So it's your thought that already makes a connection, that already is the creating part of it. it. The thought is the energy behind all of that. So in retrospect, it made me realize that we really need to do some thought hygiene and really be cautious what we're thinking about. Oh, yeah. That's yes. true, you know. Yes. Yes. Absolutely true for me, too. Yeah. But let's bring the higher aspect of ourselves in it. Yes. The higher aspect of ourselves brought you a being that brought you so much joy and confidence and allowed you to develop the talent to come in and work and be a productive partner for me around the world. Mm -hmm. But he also brought you guilt and sadness Mm -hmm. and a feeling of helplessness because you were so far away. Right. So is there truly Mm -hmm. a higher aspect of who you are that allowed you to have all of those feelings? There must be, because it can't be all coincidence. The way that things just came together with my husband coming, uh, moving to Oklahoma, uh, um, and then the cable guy who brought us together, you know, and then you going off school. and, And that's just way too much coincidences, you know, to be a coincidence. Right. So, yes, there must be a higher aspect of ourselves. And, and I realized then later on, too, that before we went to the United States, I was very unhappy in my job. And I was always dreaming of becoming a horse trainer. Oh. And short time later, Gatsby came to me. Ah, beautiful. And then a while later, my husband came was moving, you know, because I could have never done what I did or would have never done what I did with you training horses in Oklahoma in Germany here because um, I wouldn't never left my job which was painful, right you know right. so right yes so you need too many to coincidences here. to be a coincidence right <laughs> right so if we knew as we go into the world because what we didn't know at that time that there was a guiding light that was synchronistically bringing a horse, a job, um, a change and a move into our lives. So if someone would have looked at you during the time and the days that you cried worrying about Gatsby and said, well, one day you're going to look at this situation and how you felt and be thankful. What would you have said at that point? Well, I would have, I've, wouldn't be at that point to understand what he was trying to tell me. Let's put it this way. You know, now I I think, okay, everything has a higher purpose. Right. If there is suffering, then maybe we are supposed to learn something from it. 
Right. But at that yeah. time, yeah. So yeah. many of us don't realize that when we're feeling guilty or we're hurting or because we're there and we're in that moment. And, yes. and if our higher aspect does bring those types of feelings to us, I think it's just beautiful to have the idea and maybe the comfort that there, the comfort. there would be a purpose. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this, and I guess we just all have to go through the stages, but all of material creation is structured out of information and energy. Mm -hmm. So now we can look back and really appreciate for both of us, mm -hmm. all the experience, so yes. confidence that it gave me and all of the things that it brought forward. But right now, um, or what you have been since you left is a personal trainer. Right. Tell me what you think about that and where you're going from here. Well, I was always, uh, I was doing the personal trainer job, I realized later, uh, not because to help the people to compete in any kind of way, but to help the people with their health. That was always my focus. But I didn't realize that at that time, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, when people came to me, they usually just wanted to lose weight or, you know, that kind of stuff, help how they look. And, and, and that was just not me. That was not me, but it took me quite a few years to realize that, that my whole life was kind of guided the way towards helping people with their health. So now with all those experiences I made, I realized that the body is not all of the story. There's yes. a lot more to our health yes. than just the body. There's also the mind and there's the spirit. And you can't heal one without the other. So whatever originated, usually probably a thought that you keep thinking, that makes you sick, you know, or maybe, well, maybe something on the life before this life or on another life, who knows? But um, you need to heal all those bodies. Just the yes. physical body, that doesn't right. do the job in the long term. Right, right. Yeah. That takes the words from Deepak Chopra and adds even more meaning to them. Yes. Before thought becomes verbal and is experienced of language, it's just an intention and an impulse of energy and information. Right. And if you can receive information from a horse that doesn't speak your language around the globe, what does that mean for remote healing and energy? Exactly. So that is a proof to me that remote healing and energy healing works around the world, not just when the person is there. Yes. And how mm -hmm. exciting is that? Very exciting. Yes. That's very, very exciting. So true self-shining, this is such a good experience of understanding that. And maybe it does answer the question that there is a beautiful divine guiding aspect of ourselves that brings the experiences to us mm -hmm. and that the animals come in with a purpose and all of the feelings of joy and beauty, along with the feelings of sadness and guilt, when we can look at the bigger picture, 
and then know that there is that part of us and look at the true self where you have gone and how so beautifully it's shining right through there. Mm -hmm. Yes. And isn't that just absolutely beautiful? It is. So I thank you so much, Deepak Chopra for your words and, and, and what the richness that you brought to us and how we learned. Mm-hmm. And, and forget me to, you know, to explain that thing in real life terms. <laughs> oh, we can look back yes. at that. And thank you. Thank you, Gatsby, because we both have the opportunity to, to have these experiences. And so what I invite us all to do is thank you, Gatsby, because of the pivotal moment, Regina and I ask ourselves, one of the most important questions of our lives, what thoughts and intentions do we want to send out to the universe? Why, you may ask, the answer is simple, because it matters. And so we honor all the relationships in our lives, and especially the animals. So for more of the stories that change our lives. My book, They Sing to Our Souls, is available on Amazon. And the link is on the Divas That Care Network. Because I, and another aspect of that is I really do believe that if everyone understood the depth and the meaning of the animals that do come into our lives, there would never be another neglected or abandoned animal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there are such beautiful horse rescues in your country, in your land, in your town, in your city. If there is a horse rescue that you might could reach out for, that would be just beautiful. But I would want to thank you for being with me today, Regina, and being with everyone else. And this has been just so enlightening and so beautiful. And I want to send from my heart to yours all of that love light shining out on the wave. And thank you for being here. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.